back to It's a Bit Much with Lauren podcast. Da, 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 da. I'm in a bit of a singing mood. I just drove home. Well, I drove like a far way away. And I was singing the entire time. So I'm in a singing mood. So if I sing, uh, mind your business. Um, so today's episode is going to be a bit different than the six others I have just done. Yeah, six others. Um, there, I asked you guys to send in DMs, send in questions or situations, like advice. Advice. Um, I saw a few other podcasts have done this, and it's like people send in like advice, like situations they want advice on. So, like, for instance, if you're having a bad time with your friend or, like, you have a boy issue or literally any issue in your life just dm and i will answer it in the podcast i'm thinking of doing one of these like maybe every six podcasts so like every so maybe like once every month and a half i don't know you guys do the math i suck at math i've dropped out math in like year nine i was like literally 14 16 i don't know See, I don't do maps. The second someone says anything to do with numbers, I just, like, my brain goes, like, static mode. Nothing computes in there when numbers are mentioned. Like, at all. It's actually quite embarrassing. Yes, quite embarrassing. Literally cannot tell you. One time stable, I can tell you literally the basic, most basic, like, plus, the pluses, addition. That is literally all I can do. That's all. And you know what? It's embarrassing because I'm almost 20 and I can't do anything when it comes to numbers. Anyway, <laughs> that's, that's not what I was talking about. Um, what was I talking about? Yeah, so just send in those situations or things that you want me to uh, like give you advice on or give like... I'm not really sure what I'm going to call this episode at the moment. I was going to call it like therapy sessions, but with like therapy in quotation marks. But like people might take that the wrong way. Because um, if you haven't noticed, I'm not a therapist. I also do not have any psycholo- <laughs> psychology yeah, degree or therapy degree I, in the slightest. I do comms and media and art and not therapy. But in saying that, I feel like I have very... I am very wise, or I think I'm wise, um, and give good advice. I've been told I give good advice, not that any of my friends take my advice, but I know I give good advice, because when I'm telling them the advice, I'm like, fuck, this is great. Um, (laughs) um, Yeah, so that's this week's episode, but first, a bit of a recap. So, um, the last week, I have literally not seen a single soul. Ah, that's a lie. Um, I have seen, obviously, my roommate. Um, we have the same skin. We literally, we don't, we don't. Like, that's a joke, guys. That's a joke. We do not have the same skin. That sounds like a human centipede movie. No, absolutely not. What we mean is that, you know when you get in those moods, or is it maybe just us two, where you, like, literally do not want to see a single person, but then there's, like, those, like... It's usually your family sometimes. It's, like, two or three people that you're, like, oh, I can see you. Like, seeing that person isn't taking up effort. Like, you know when you're, like, so drained and exhausted and, like, just in, like, a really bad mind space? 
Um, it's, even the tiniest social interactions can be so draining and exhausting that, like, you're like, uh, it's just too much effort. Well, me and my roommate are like, it's no effort at all. Like, at all. Like, we don't, like, it doesn't drain us or anything. Social interaction. So that's what I mean. So I've only seen her. Um, and obviously my family, because it was my brother's birthday yesterday. Whoop, whoop, big 17-year-old boy. I have been saying to people that he was, like, 18 for, like, the last two years. So by accident. I do that. I over-exaggerate ages. I do that a lot. I've been telling people I was, I'm 20 for the last, like, year and a half. And I was, like, I, I'm only 19. And I only just turned 19, like, six months ago. So I don't know why I do this. I don't know why I do this and why I've gotten into the habit of, like, rounding out people's, not, like, ages. Like, it's so weird. It could be literally um, eight months till your birthday. And I'll just, like, round up your birthday to, like the next age it's just the weirdest thing but anyway it was his birthday yesterday um so I was at home for that it was quite boring family occasions can be quite boring except when my favorite cousins are there that's about it <laughs> it was quite boring um and who else have I seen oh and then it was uh, one of my best mates birthday as well so I've only seen a few people and you know, and I, I'm, I like it that way. I'm like, I would say I'm an extrovert and an introvert. I like being alone. I like having my own, my own time. I, I thrive by myself. Like I know that some people hate being alone and like being alone scares them, but I love being alone. It's actually quite scary how much I like being alone because no one should really like being alone as much as I do, but I do. But um, I also like being with my friends and having a, having a few bevs you know, going out, you know, having a bit of a boogie. Like, I like seeing my friends and talking and stuff. But sometimes that is just so fucking draining. And, like, oh, shit, sorry, guys. Um, sometimes that's so draining and just, like, it takes a lot. Especially when you're in a uni culture. I feel like you're kind of constantly seeing people and going out. Well, for my town I guess it is but um so sometimes it's good to like you know have a week where you just like don't see anyone besides like a few people and then just like recharge your social batteries I like to call them recharging social batteries and then the next week it's like okay so like this week I'm, I have like five parties on and I'm so excited like I crave the social interaction I'm gonna have it's like you need to like recharge not see anyone, and then the next week you're like, bam, where are all of the social interactions happening? I want to be at them all. Like, I'm so excited for this week. There's so much going on, and I'm thriving off it. Um, my house is like, my uni house, my share house, is like the party house. Like, I feel like we always have parties here. I, I, I love that. I lo like, my house at home during, like, um, 2019 I would say high school but it wasn't really high school um the year after high school was like the party house with all my like school friends like all my friends used to come to my house and I love entertaining I love I love just like being the host I know like a lot of people hate being a host too but I love it like I feel like the host can really um set the vibe for the party and I'm always vibing not to brag <laughs> but I'm a crackhead most days and especially you get some alcohol into me I'm off chops 
and the vibe has been set. The precedent has been set and everyone must get as vibey as me. And that's why I love throwing parties because they're always so fucking fun because I'm vibing. I mean, they might not even be fun. I'm just vibing so hard that I think it's fun. So, <laughs> I mean, to anyone that's been to my parties, let me know if they're fun. Actually, don't let me know they're fun or not. I don't want to know if they're not fun because I have told myself that they are fun, so they are fun. Anyway, so we're having a few parties this week, my share house. So I'm so excited for sitting around our table that we found on the side of the street, playing some drinking games, having some bevs with the friends and just having a fat boogie. I'm so excited, so excited. Um, What else do I have to say? Wait, actually, no, I did have a little life hack I wanted to talk about. Okay, so you know when there's – this is astrology, okay, or spirituality. I can't say that fucking word. Spirituality, no, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. So you know when girl, um, girls and boys or whoever, when they have – they're into astrology and there's that like fucking meme or like people make fun of them for like looking up birth charts or something and be like, oh, you're going to look up my birth chart. Ha ha ha. You fucking psycho. Well, I have found a hack to, you know, not be that weird person who asks like that a guy that like they or a girl that they've been talking to is like birth date and time just like weirdly. I have found a little life hack. Guys, Facebook. Facebook, well, this only counts for Australians, actually, maybe a few more countries. I just know that in Australia, people, like, on people's birthdays, they write on, on their timeline, like, happy birthday. Um, I know that in America, I don't think that's a massive thing from, like, what I've heard from exchange students. They find that really weird and, like, so I guess they don't do that in America or Canada, but they do it here. So if you're talking to a guy or a girl... And you want to know their birth chart or like their star sign or anything, go on Facebook and see what day people have written on their timeline. Like it's next level psychotic, but I swear to God, it saves you so much humiliation <laughs> from asking. So it's like your birth time and like your birthday. Okay, to be fair, on Facebook, you can't see their birth time and I think that's probably a good thing you don't need their whole birth chart that's a bit much especially if you've only been talking for like a few weeks that's just a bit much so maybe it's good that you don't have the birth time I mean you just know their birthday and sometimes some people like in their statuses or in their timeline say happy like 21st or happy 21st so that means you can like find out the year they were born to so uh, I sound so crazy, <laughs> but I swear it works. Anyway, so that's how there's a little tip for you, so you don't have to awkwardly be like, "When's your birthday?" And they're like, oh, "Fuck off, you are astrology ho." Um, yeah. So a little tip. I have recently done this, and the guy I was talking to was a Capricorn, so he's out of the fucking picture. No offense, Capricorns. Me and you just don't mash well. Sorry, hate to say it. Yellow boring. No offense. Um, anyway, so on to the episode, shall we? Okay, so I'm going through my DMs and seeing what um not my personal accounts DMs, their podcast Instagram DMs. Um seeing what people have DMs me, the situations they want advice on. Do I say situations? 
I don't know, like, the things that people want me to talk about. But someone, someone, I'm going to, like, really expose her ass. Andy underscore Feg was, like, foot pics, question mark? Okay. No. <laughs> Sir. Not happening. Not happening. Unless it's for, like, heaps of money because I'm broke. <laughs> okay, I'm going to start off on a light foot. Light. A light little light little advice because a lot of them are quite um and deep and meaningful so let's start off light and happy well it's not really that happy but um it's light (laughs) i'm also sorry if you hear noises see i always when i listen to podcasts they always are apologizing for noises they have no control of guys i'm not apologizing for noises i don't have control of like what do you want me to do silence out the whole world like go in a soundproof box like i'm i'm a broke uni student i'm doing this on garage band right now like if there's birds outside chirping there's birds outside chirping you know what they are it's not annoying you if there's building construction happening what do you want do i do i go stop them from building apartment buildings like no so you just have to deal with it you can hear my voice but i am sorry i guess okay Okay, the first question. <laughs> um, they said... Okay, I just moved rooms because I realised that that whole audio was really echoey. So sorry about that. See, that's something I had control over. So I'm sorry about that. Okay, the person said... I'm not going to say names, by the way, because I did say I'll be anonymous. She said, me and my boyfriend want to watch movies because of COVID on Valentine's Day. But he wants to watch horror and I want to watch romantic movies. I hate horror movies and he hates romantic movies. So I just don't know how to compromise with this one. Please help. Okay. Wow. That's actually a really good um, little Valentine's Day thing. Just a movie night, some snacks, some a picnic in your living room or in your room if you want to be more private. I'm guessing you live with your parents. I'm just assuming. Um, okay, the movie situation. So I, I'm i not actually quite sure what to do with this one. <laughs> As I said, I'm not a therapist, guys. Um, but I do understand where you're coming from. Maybe you're just going to have to suck it up, to be honest. Like, he has to suck it up, watch a romantic movie, and you have to suck it up and watch a horror movie. Maybe pick something that's not overly romantic maybe he picks something that's not overly horror like maybe that can be how you compromise like I like I am really bad with justifying what is horror because I love horror movies like I'm a sicko and I actually crave horror movies I hate romantic movies so I don't know what's like actually I do know what's romantic like the slightest PDA is romantic for me so like that's about that's a bit much the only romantic movie I can really watch and like enjoy is maybe Love Rosie and like the notebook and that is it romance movies suck so maybe like a light rom-com could could be good for him yeah maybe he does like something that's a little bit like not I see I don't know it's like gore and like slasher movies like scary are they horror or is like psychological like murder mystery type movies like horror like I don't know because I love both but maybe he just picks something that's a bit low-key like that's that's the only way I can see this happening and if you don't want to watch two movies, then maybe not do the movie night, I guess. Like, two movies, that's mate, that's not that hard. It's like maybe four hours. It can be like a little marathon thing. It's cute. But, yeah, totally see what you mean. It's a bit annoying. But, like, I can't say much. I love horror movies. Like, literally my comfort movies. You know how people, like, go on about comfort movies? My comfort movie is um, Gone Girl. 
Midsummer. Um, Coraline. Uh, what else is there? Uh, there is like one more and it's like the weirdest fucking movie. Like that to be a comfort movie, it's like the weirdest thing. I know like a lot of my comfort movies are like horror movies. And then there's like Mamma Mia and The Notebook. They're the only two like non-horror movies that are my in my comfort zone. So if he doesn't like if my future boyfriend does not like horror, he's in for a wild shock. Um so yeah, okay. That I hope that helped. I guess I'm not really sure how to help with that one, but I can see how that could be quite annoying. Just maybe pick something that's on the low scales of each genre, I guess. Okay, the next question is, um, my best friend just broke up with her boyfriend. That's the only relationship she's... Wow. Do you hear that? I would love if you guys could stop the domestics when I'm recording. That'd be fun. Guys, it's wild up there. I'm a bit worried. Anyway, that was wild. I've just been sitting here for like, I kid you not, 10 minutes as they've been screaming. And they still are screaming just on, they're quiet now. That was intense. Um, <laughs> bit rude. Okay. Um, okay. So let's, let's try this one again. So my best friend just broke up with her boyfriend. That's the only relationship she has been in and they were together for eight years. She's really depressed and I would love any pieces of advice to give her. I love your podcast and you radiate positive energy. Love that. Thank you, my dear. Um, okay. Well, okay. I've actually got, I think, a lot of questions, well not a lot, maybe like a few, about, oh my god, they're at it again, shut the fuck up, anyway, so, I've had a lot of questions regarding relationships, um, I don't know who you guys think I am, but I've literally never been in a relationship in my life, I've been single for 19 years, I was in one insignificant one, and I don't count that, because it was terrible, <laughs> but what piece of advice I can give her is that they are Okay, they were together for eight years. I'm probably going to need a bit more of a backstory of this one, but I'm guessing they broke up for a reason and they may, like, yes, it hurts. It hurts. It will hurt for a while because you were with that person for eight years. That's a long time to be with just one person, but take this time to grow as an individual. Like, I'm sure after eight years, you it must be hard to keep going and, like, maybe be yourself you probably don't, don't know yourself now because you're so used to like being with this person. So I would take this time as like a positive and for you to grow and it happens for a reason. And if it's meant to be together, if you're meant to be together, you'll be together and it will, you will go back to that person. You will find that person one day, but if you're not meant to be together, it's for a good reason. You're always on the right path. Like whether that path hurts or it's something that you didn't want, but you're on the right path. If you find each other again one day, it was meant to be, and you had that time to grow as an individual. If not, it wasn't meant to be, and you'll find someone a lot more better suited for you. So that's the advice I could give you with that. I like to, I like that advice of things happening for a reason. I know it's cringe when someone says like, oh, everything happens for a reason, but it's so true. Like if something happens for you or like something happens to you, like a breakup or that, you know, that person that you wanted doesn't want you back or like you lose your job. This goes for any, any life experience. Like 
If it's meant for you, it will find you. And if it's not meant for you, it will find a way out of your life. For, like Everything happens for you to grow and you know, learn from experiences. That's what I've learned from my 19 years of life experience. Ha ha ha. So fucking much. But that's the best advice I could probably give you. I know it's going to hurt for a while, but you will eventually get over it. And everything takes time. You like, I have a friend who broke up with her. Actually, her boyfriend broke up with her And she was so in love with her boyfriend and they had been together for a few years on and off. And you know what? They broke up again um, and she's devastated, absolutely devastated. And it's really hard for her to, you know, I do everyday activities just because she's so, you know, down and depressed, which is bound to happen because you are, you're sad. I would also suggest letting in your emotions. Don't, don't distract your emotions. Don't, you know bottle them up because that's only going to result in something negative and it's ne- it's not going to have anything positive in your life like nothing positive is going to happen from you bottling up your emotions like let yourself have emotions let yourself be sad even if it's for a few days just like let yourself be upset be angry even for like a few days and just like say let yourself be alone if you want to be alone be alone if you want to be with your friends be with your friends, but usually that's a sign of a distraction if you're with your friends. Like, I would really suggest being alone for a few days, really letting out your emotions, and then after that, after a few days, I know, like, it's still going to hurt, but prepare for a glow-up or something. Like, breakups really help with glow-ups. I know it's probably a bit controversial to say, but breakups, breakup glow-ups are literally the best glow-ups. They are so good. So maybe, like, focus on the glow-up in a healthy way, girls and boys healthy glow-ups no starving yourselves no no none of that that's not happening that's not a glow-up that's a glow down because you're mentally not glowing up you're glowing down okay and we're we wanting healthy glow-ups girls and boys so yeah like everything happens for a positive reason is what essentially I'm gonna say to sum this up like everything that happens is for a reason and it's your path okay cool love that love to hear it okay cool next one next question um okay someone was like motivation to run bold of you guys to assume I run what the fuck (laughs) do do I look like a runner I mean that's thank you thank you for the compliment do I look like a runner guys I can't run to save myself I can't run anywhere but a treadmill because my like I swear gravity is against me Like, I can't run. Like, my legs just get so sore so quickly and I run so slow. Like, it's, like, impossible for me to run. I'm just not made for running, except if it's on a treadmill. But they're saying so. I only... I do get the urge to run when I'm, like, angry. And at the gym, I like sprinting and that's about it. Because running sucks. (laughs) And if you need motivation to run, then maybe you shouldn't run. Maybe do a, like, a... Maybe do a brisk walk. Okay, running's not for everyone. Don't force yourself to run if you don't want to, okay? it's Running fucking sucks. Like, no. I used to force myself to run and it was just, like, not fun and very unhealthy habit. So now I just go on, like, long walks. And that makes me feel just as good and just as, you know, I feel like I'm doing the same amount of cardio, really. I mean, it's probably not as like good for your heart or something I don't know like I heard that walking was better than running so I don't know 
that's my advice on running. Don't do it <laughs> unless you want to do it. Wow, I'm so healthy. Um, oh my God. So my neighbors were yelling, I kid you not, for another like 40 minutes. So I had to stop recording. Like for you, it sounds like I've just like, you know, continued on, but I haven't recorded for 40 minutes. I was like, oh fuck, I can't, I can't record today if they're going to fucking be doing this. Um, but they stopped. Thank fuck. Anyway, back to the questions. So someone said, I would really like your advice. Hi. So I've been talking to this person online. They use she and they pronouns for about a month. We have been talking literally every day and I basically know for a fact that I like her. Each time that we talk or text, I feel pure bliss and happiness. Oh, but I'm not really sure how to tell her or if I should even tell them as I'm scared she doesn't feel the same way. What do you think I should do? Well, okay. Um, that's adorable. Love to hear that love exists. Um, love is a bit strong. Like crushes exist. Okay. I think that if your intuition is telling you this person, this girl likes me, then 100% go for it, especially if there's signs that she likes you, 100% go for it, like, tell her how you feel, and, like, you know, she might, she might be waiting for you to tell her how you feel, like, she's probably really scared, she might be scared, so, like, 100% go for it, because if you feel like it's the right thing, it's the right thing to do, and, you know, if you've been talking for a month, there's, like, she probably does like you, um, from my experience, if I don't like someone, I wouldn't really talk to them every day. I would hate to lead them on, so I would kind of just be a bit distant. But 100% tell her how you feel. That's, like, the best advice I can give you. If she doesn't feel the same way, then that's fine. That's not wrong, as I said in my last advice thing. Like, it's everything happens for a reason. If she doesn't like you, she's not meant to like you, you'll find someone else. Just a learning curve, you know? Maybe don't fall for people so easily. But... Like if she, I, from the sounds of things, it sounds like she still likes you. So 100% go for it. Um, I really need to take my own advice with this one. Um, I'm like the worst floater ever. <laughs> I do not, I do not tell people how I feel at all. Like take my advice, tell, tell her how you feel. Cause otherwise you'll always regret it. And it will end up in, if she doesn't tell you, like she might be shy, as I said. So she might never tell you that she feels feelings because she's too shy. So if you have the balls to do it, go for it. Because trust me, if you don't have the ball, if you're too shy to tell someone how you feel, it will never get done. As I've said before, I've liked this guy my whole life and I never told him I liked him. And look, look where that's got to me. So got to be nowhere. So if, if I maybe had just told him, maybe something would have happened. But you know what? So go for it. Go for a hundred percent. And if not, if she doesn't feel the same way, say, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Well, can we still be friends? Can like, hope this isn't awkward, but I would still really like to be your friend. And maybe you just have a really good friendship and then you find someone else. That's the best advice I can give you from that one. So learn from my mistakes. Go ahead and tell her that you really like her. Do it. In not in a very aggressive way. Don't like ambush her and be like, I really like you. Like, just be like, hey, like, I just wanted to let you know, I really do like you. And I was wondering if maybe we could go like one step further and maybe like hang, do you guys hang out? It looks like you just talk. But if you're in the same city or if you know, like you can 
go visit them. Like maybe like ask to hang out in person or like maybe see where this is going. If there's no need to ask where this is going, like if you don't like labels of dating or anything, just maybe let her know that you really like her and just be like, I have like a crush on you, teehee. Like I really like you. Hope you feel the same way. No pressure if you don't though. Like that's really nice way to say it. It's not aggressive. It's not standoffish. It's like really nice way to say it, I feel. Okay, so I hope that helped. The next one is, I just need advice on how to not be awkward around people. I literally cannot hold a conversation. Honestly, same. I suck at it. It might, it may seem like I can talk really well, but especially if I like a person or I, I don't really know them or I, it's like, I just met them like two minutes ago. I literally suck at it. I hate small talk. So I try to avoid small talk with as any, every being in my body. I fucking hate it. But sometimes you just got to have to do the small talk to get somewhere. You know, I always hear, um, I always feel that bevs, a few um, alcoholic beverages, not promoting anything. I hear they help from experiences. I feel like they help me talk. But yeah, like I can't really help you with that one because I'm just as awkward. But I feel like if you just have the confidence that you can talk, like just to say like I am great at talking. Everyone wants to talk to me. It's just keep feeling that, like feeling that emotion. Be like, yes, everyone wants to talk to me. I'm so interesting. In your head is like an affirmation. Then you'll you'll have the confidence to keep talking. Like, especially if they don't want to talk to you, they wouldn't talk to you. Like, so if they're trying to talk to you, they obviously want to talk to you unless they're just being nice and just like trying not to be mean. But usually they want to talk to you. Just have the confidence that you can talk to them about anything and then then you can, I guess. I mean, I really suck at conversations like I really do especially if I really want to get to know someone or I have a crush on someone or like I like a boy or something I literally cannot talk to them especially if they're attractive like if they're really hot and like really even just pretty and they just look so confident and like really sure of themselves I am so intimidated by that I like I like stumble on my words, but you know what? Over the last like year, I've just like been like, you know what? They probably are feeling the exact same thing. They're probably like, wow, like no one's talking to me. How do I talk to someone? Like, oh my God. So just like go up to them, just be you and just be like, hey, what's up? What's going on? What's your name? Where are you from? What do you do? Like ask some basic questions, especially be like, if you're going to uni or something, be like, oh, what do you do? Like, do you really enjoy that course? Like, why do you want to do this course? And keep asking them questions like people love when you ask them questions and if you can chuck in a story of experience in there do that because that's great then you've got some banter banter also helps make fun of yourself it's great but not in like a mean way be like oh I'm so dumb haha <laughs> like no that's mean make fun of yourself in like a bantery way oh uh, free 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 angel number on the clock uh, sorry that was irrelevant um <laughs> but um yeah just like People love that. People love when you banter. It makes you feel stronger. I feel like banter really just makes people feel more connected to you. That's how I form most of my relationships, like friendships and stuff, like through banter. And then people feel like, ah, this bitch is cool. Like she's she's not serious all the time. She's I can talk to her. So banter, um, ask them questions about them. And if you can sprinkle a bit of a story and banter in there, you're sweet. That's my advice on that 
situation. Okay, next one. She said, hi, just saw your tweet about the advice thing. I have never kissed a boy before, even though I am 18. I'm soon going on a date with a boy that I have never seen in real life. Do you have any tips or advice? Oh my goodness, girl. I had my first kiss when I was like 17. Like being 18 and never having a first kiss or doing really anything with a boy is completely fine. I know so many people who are in their 20s who have not done anything with a boy or the girl, a girl. Like they've literally done nothing and that is completely fine. Like people are not expecting everyone to be like, I mean, sometimes if the boy especially is expecting you to be somewhat experienced just say like hey look I've never done this before and they sh- if they're a decent person they'll be like oh that's fine like it's okay we can like you know go slow or something like if they're a fucking decent human um <laughs> um but like there's nothing to be ashamed of also kissing I don't know how to explain it but kissing just kind of comes naturally to you from Everyone I've talked to and my experience, I had never had a kiss before and I the first time I kissed a boy, it was literally the most natural thing ever. Like, it wasn't forced. Also, that's another thing I would say. Don't force a kiss. If you don't... If this is your first date, you do not have to kiss him on your first date. Let me just say this. Especially if you have not be, seen him in real life. I hope he's not catfishing you, by the way. Let someone know that you're going on this date, please. Um... But if, especially if you've never met him before in person or anything, you do not have to do a single fucking thing. You do not owe him anything. You do not owe him a kiss, maybe a peck on the cheek, maybe a hug. Like a hug, yeah, obviously. But maybe a peck on the cheek. You do not have to kiss him if you do not feel comfortable, okay? So that's my advice. But also kissing just comes naturally. Don't worry about it. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't happen. But, you know... You'll kiss one day and then eventually you'll be a kissing pro because kissing is like the easiest thing on the planet. Like you just touch lips, essentially. Sometimes tongue is added. I don't even like know how I learned how to kiss, but I just knew how to kiss. And I think like everyone is kind of in the same boat. But yes, just be you. Don't force anything. Don't feel like you owe him anything. If you feel uncomfortable, don't do it. And also please let someone know where you are and stuff with this date please okay the next question is advice on how to talk to a guy to start being friends and she's saying how she sucks at small talk and she does she feels like she's being annoying and that he doesn't want to talk to her um this kind of goes into what I was saying before um do you like this boy (laughs) if do you do you have a crush on this boy because if you feel like you're being annoying and he doesn't want to talk to you and you just want to be friends who the fuck cares like, I am, I have so many guy friends because I went to a co-ed school and I've just been around guys my whole life. So being friends with a guy is literally the easiest thing ever. If you feel like you're annoying them, they will literally let you know. <laughs> if you were annoying them, they'll be like, shut up, you're being annoying. Like, stop talking to me. Or they'll ghost you. So I'm not really sure if you, are like, have a crush on this guy or you want to, like, start, you know, you, like, have a little thing for him. If you have a thing for him, that's a lot different. And that's exactly the question. I just answered like two questions before. But if he's your friend, just banter. Like you are going to annoy your friend. Everyone annoys their guy friends, especially if you're a girl. Guys get very annoyed by girls very easily. (laughs) Just talk, just banter, just make fun of them. 
Really just make fun of them. Just be like, you're a fucking idiot. Just treat them like you would treat your brother or treat them like you would treat your fr- like your girlfriends. Like, treat them no differently. I, like, love to friend zone a guy. If I, Especially if I just want to be their friends, I would literally just call them like, oh, you're like my brother. You're like a brother to me. Or just, like, really just let their ego down, <laughs> like, traumatically. So that's, like, my advice on that one, like, like, my best guy mate just texts me and I literally call him in it. Also, no topic is off limits unless you feel comfortable with it. Like, talk about anything with them. Like, just, like, just be a banter machine too. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, being friends with a guy is literally the coolest thing ever, especially if they're, like, your best mate. Like, just banter, make fun of them, make fun of you. Like, it's no pressure is on it. Like, Treat it as if you're talking to one of your girlfriends. It's like event, like the overall advice I would give. Like, just treat them like they're just your friend. And should be sweet as cheese. I hate when I say that because cheese is not sweet. So I don't understand why I say that. But sweet as cheese. I think it just rhymes. Anyway, that does not rhyme. Can you tell I failed English? <laughs> Anyway. Okay, next one is I want to move to another country and I'm 18. I feel like I'm not totally aware of everything like taxes and rent and jobs and couldn't find someone to explain it to me on how to do it. Except, of course, my parents are not an option to ask. Okay, so your parents are not an option. Okay. I don't know. I'm confused. Can you tell me about this stuff? Okay, if it helps, I moved out when I was 17. Um, I literally still have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea about taxes. Um, rent is pretty easy. If you live in a share house, usually someone, you just have to transfer money to someone each week. That's rent. Rent's pretty fucking easy. Um, and jobs. What about jobs? Like how to get a job? Resumes. Look up a resume. Like YouTube is a help for everything. If you need a look, like again, Look up on YouTube, um, resumes, cover letters, you set, send them in. Usually most places will still take like hard copy resumes, but some places do it online. So easy. Literally look up um, jobs in whatever town you're in. Just say you live in Sydney, like jobs in Sydney and heaps of jobs, like websites like Job Seeker and stuff will come up and they're super easy. Um, so that's something with jobs. Um, taxes, literally have no idea how to do my taxes. No idea. I, I could not tell you. I'm pretty sure my workplace did them for me. Some workplaces do them for you, but I, I can't help you with that one. I have no idea. And usually maybe like befriend like an older friend, like who's like in their mid twenties maybe, or even just like a teacher or I don't know, or maybe just like a later, like an older person, especially if you're working, like maybe ask someone at work if they can help you with something you don't understand. Just be like, Hey, like I'm, young and I don't know how to do my taxes can you give me like a crash course or can you just like help me out with this one for like a few seconds that's all I can say it's a lot easier than people expect it to be in my experience living out of home is a lot easier it's just a lot of money it's very expensive so make sure you're financially um independent make sure you can like financially support yourself because it is really expensive so you got like rent and then you also have bills which is also transfer like everything is like transferred you just transfer money to like someone's account and that goes to the landlord or that goes to whoever pays the fucking bills um 
So it's just a lot of money plus groceries. So just make sure first. And plus, if you're moving to a different country, taxes are all going to be different. Like everything's going to be a bit different, like price-wise. So just really make sure you know what you're doing and have maybe if you're moving countries maybe have a job lined up or maybe like get your resume out like send resumes before you go online so when you get there you'll maybe have a few interviews and you can like really get started especially if they're in cafes or something or a bar um yeah okay next question is how do I stop comparing myself to others Okay, I've got a lot of these, especially about confidence and stuff. You guys did know I did a whole episode on confidence, right? Because i got a lot of confidence and like self-esteem stuff. Guys, I did a whole episode on it. Anyway, um, okay, how to stop comparing yourself to others. Okay, maybe try, find the source of where, if that makes sense, of where you are comparing yourself are you comparing yourself in social settings like you're looking at other girls or boys I'm guessing it's girls um and comparing like what are you comparing exactly if you're on social media and you're comparing uh that girl is like so much skinnier and taller than me or she's so much tan or she has such a more like symmetrical face or she has beautiful hair if you're doing that on social media maybe take a break from social (laughs) social media or maybe unfollow that person if you find something like that unfollow them and be like I can't see this that's something I do if I find myself comparing myself to someone or I'm like on Instagram and someone I see a photo that makes me just feel like really shitty about myself it makes me feel bad I unfollow them because I just don't want to see it you shouldn't have to see it don't stalk them don't follow them like if you feel shit when you see it don't look at it unfollow it out of sight out of mind um, then follow maybe more healthier people, you know, people who show their bad days, people who, um, you know, don't facetune or don't edit their photos, someone who you don't compare yourself to in a negative way is good advice for social media. Or, you know what, just take a break from it for a few hours, at least a few hours, a day or two. It's good, you know. Um, if you're doing it in social settings where you're like, ah, oh, if you're at a party or something and you're like, see another girl or boy if you're a boy or whatever, um, and you're like, wow, I wish I was them or something like that, just think those people are also insecure. Literally every person on this planet is insecure about something. And they're probably looking at you too thinking, oh, wow, I wish I had like, her body I wish I had her hair I wish I had her eyes like or something they everyone is insecure be happy with what you've got as I've said before you only have yourself you only have your body you cannot change your body like I mean you can probably physically change it with gym and healthy eating and stuff yeah sure that can physically change but you cannot mentally get out of your body so if you spend your whole life hating your body what type of life is that is that do you really want to look back when you're like old and be like I hated myself back then and I wish I didn't you know when people it's like a trend that was on TikTok and like they say show yourself when you thought you were fat when you were younger and now like show yourself now or something I don't know that's a horrible fucking trend I hate that trend but like show yourself when you thought you were fat but you're actually like really skinny 
that like trend just goes to show that you are never going to be fully happy with yourself and you just have to accept yourself in the moment. Like be like, yes, this is my body. I love my body. It fuels me every single day. It gets me up out of my bed. It, well, it does simple things for me that I, it literally makes you live every single day. So be happy with your body. Stop comparing yourself because you know what? Not everyone is happy. And, you know, some people who you claim as perfect, other people think that you're perfect. Like, no, there's no one standard of body. And if you wish you had someone else's body, then, you know, try healthily to go for it. But also that is their body. And sometimes you're just never going to get achieve that body because I've accepted I'm always going to have short and stubby legs because it's in my genetics and I'm short. I'm never going to have tall, thin legs. Even when I was at my skinniest, I never had thin legs because that's just not my genetics. That's not what I'm supposed to have. I'm supposed to have, you know, thicker, short legs. And you know what? People find that attractive too. I find it attractive. Once you start to accept yourself for who you are, you will actually also find it beautiful. Like, I love cellulite now. I used to hate cellulite with every physical aspect of myself. I literally hated it. I was like, how can someone accept this? Like, this is gross. I love it now. I'm just like, yeah, that's part of my body. It's on my body. What of it? Like, I'm not ashamed of it. I don't try and hide it. I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's like part of my legs. Like, who fucking cares? Like, there's bigger things to worry about than the cellulite on my legs, okay? And if you have a problem with that, you obviously have a problem with yourself. So, just stuff like that, guys. Just accept yourself because, like, do you really want to look back on your time as, a, like, an adolescent in your youth and be like, wow, I hate myself. Like, I hated myself when I actually looked really fucking good. So, ah, my phone, my laptop just turned off weirdly. Anyway, um, yeah, guys, that's the advice I have on that. Um, and if, yeah, okay, so, like, I didn't really say to stop comparing yourself, but when you see someone and you're comparing yourself to them, think of positive things about you. Say, oh, they look really nice, but I also look nice. I'm also pretty. I'm also beautiful. I also have nice hair. I also have a nice body and stuff like that. Just like say positive things. Don't think negatively of someone because that's not their fault that you feel this way about them. Just be like, yeah, they look great, but I also look great. And if you, when you start thinking like that, you just become such a more positive person and you will attract so many more positive things and people into your life because your energy is just so much more vibrant and high vibrational and positive. Okay, I've also gotten a lot of people asking about fake friends. Um, a lot of people asking advice on fake friends, losing friends, especially in lockdown. Um, how do you know if people are fake? Like, in high school, like, how do you know if they're fake, if they like you? I think I'm pretty much a good one to talk to this about because, look, we all know how, who my brother is, or most of us do anyway. Um, I had to grow up with a famous brother, essentially. And with that comes a lot of fake people. <laughs> a lot of people who just want to meet your brother. A lot of people who think you're rich. I'm definitely not rich. Uh, a lot of people who just want to be associated with you because you're associated with your brother, if that makes sense. And I can, I know that other people have fake friends and, you know, there's other reasons why people are scared about fake friends. Not everyone has this life. But I feel like I, I, I can tell a fake friend and I can give you advice on this. So my advice to this is if they are fake, if they're being rude to you, blowing you off, 
kind of giving you not the time of day if you're putting heaps of energy into them and they're literally giving you nothing in return like if you always make time for them and they give you nothing or they just don't care they are fake and like look not everyone means to be a fake friend people just you know some people just don't really value that friendship as much as you do and that's fine that's you then that's their feelings they obviously just don't really feel the need to have you in your their life and you know fake friends are pretty obvious I I'm not gonna lie finding a fake friend or like seeing uh toxic friendships or something is pretty obvious because once you stop you know talking to them communicating with them they're not gonna reach out to you like they're not like reaching if they're not reaching out to you like actually this is like a little test if you feel like you have a fake friend stop talking to them stop communicating with them and see if they text you if they don't text you that you they're not your friend really they're not your friend they don't really care and then doesn't mean they're a horrible person they probably just don't as I said value that friendship as highly as you do and you deserve a better friendship or a better friend group than people who undervalue you so if your friendships have you know dissipated during lockdown or even in high school or in any situation look at it as a good thing if they especially if they make you feel like shit if hanging out with someone makes you feel like shit they are not your friend they are not your friend cut them off you don't need them in your life at all and I know that meeting friends as an adult is a bit harder but like it having no friends is better than having friends who make you actually feel like shit so that's my advice on that one and if you do find out that people are fake friends or they're not you know, amazing friends, doesn't mean you have to cut them off completely. Maybe just keep them at a distance. That's what I do. When people show me signs of being fake or, you know, not very genuine with the friendship, I don't maybe not cut them off completely. I'm still friendly to them. I'm like, oh yeah, I will be civil. I'm not going to cut you off and like cause a fight and have confrontation because I also hate confrontation. I'll just keep them at a distance and, you know, just be friendly, but not hang out with them, not go out of my way for them and, you know, so forth. Another piece of advice on this one is that my friend told me, it was actually from a therapist, this is actual therapist advice. Um, she, you know, the advice I've been giving is not therapist approved. Um, no, it could be. Ah, don't toot your own horn, Lauren. Um, anyway, so she said, you have friends for different reasons. So you might don't expect your friends to change for your expectations. So if your friend, if one of your friends are very closed off and just like, you know, not really emotional, don't expect them to show emotion or be emotionally supportive when you open up to them because it's just not going to happen. They're not that type of person and you have to accept that. If someone is your party friend, don't expect to have any other deep and meaningful relationship other than just partying. Or if someone's really good at, you know, being a really deep and meaningful, genuine friend, but they don't like partying, they're not your party friend. They are your, you know, good mate. They are good mates. Keep those ones. Those, those ones are good. Doesn't mean that the party friends are not good. They're just not going to be meaningful friendships. They're just, you know, your party friends. You have them for a few years when you stop partying. You know, you stop communicating, essentially. And also just realizing that friends, if friendships don't last, 
It's for a reason. They are not supposed to be in your life forever. You have different friends for different um, phases and aspects of your life. Each friend holds a different value in your life. And if they're holding no value at all, then they're not really supposed to be in your life. And that's why friendships end. So there's that. Hope that helped. Okay, another Valentine's Day one because we fucking love love here, aren't we? Um, me and my friends are literally having a hate Valentine's Day party because we don't like Valentine's Day. Look, I love the aspect of love. I love love, but that this day is just so fucking stupid. And for someone who's spent 19 years single and has... I've never celebrated a Valentine's Day with a Valentine. I really just find the whole day fucking stupid. And you know what? It makes other people feel like shit. So, ew, we hate it. But people who want to celebrate it, I'm not going to hate on you. You're in love. Go ahead and celebrate it. But you should also celebrate your love every single day, not just on the 14th of February for no damn reason. Anyway, this lovely lady said, I have been in a, a relationship, I think. Uh, I don't know. She said, I've been in a um, LDR for nearly six months. I have no idea what that means. And my GF is sad that we can't spend Valentine's together physically. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, I, told, I told her we can do some stuff like dress up together as if we're going out on a date or I don't know, watch a movie. But she says she doesn't like watching movies. Any recommendations on what I can do? Um, first off, who the fuck does not like watching movies? Um, <laughs> that's a bit of a red flag. Not really. Um, I don't know about this one. Uh, obviously, I've never really celebrated Valentine's Day, but she does realise that FaceTime exists. Guys, we're not in the 90s. You can FaceTime and Skype someone. Like, I think dressing up is a really cute idea. I think you should each go out, get a few snacks. Obviously, COVID safe, obviously. Um, you know, FaceTime, dress up, put some makeup on if you want, you know, get real pretty, set the mood, maybe get a, a few candles in the background, set up a picnic and each just like talk then, like just have like a little date with a picnic and it'll, it will feel like it's a real picnic, a real date. Um, I, that's, I don't know what else you could do with that. I mean, that's, is all that Valentine's Day is, right? Like just a date, it's a date night, right? So I think they maybe... Um, if you're legal, maybe have like a few wines, you know, have a picnic together. She buys snacks, you buy snacks. Done deal. Skype look pretty amazing. Like guys, you can Skype or you can call. Being together physically isn't always what cracked up to be. Trust me. <laughs> like sometimes it's good to have a bond over, you know, text message first, you know, create like a base of trust or like friendship and then, you know, go on a date so like so the date's not awkward like okay I can't really talk I've never really been on a proper date which I think I've mentioned before but like like a date where you don't know the person but I personally just wouldn't go on a date with someone I haven't really talked to but from your message you've been talking for a while so I guess it's time to go on the date in the physical sense ew <laughs> social anxiety things ew but um yes sum up if you don't feel comfortable don't kiss him don't even touch him if especially if you meet up and he looks nothing like what you thought he would or he you're just like not getting the vibe or you just like don't like him do not feel pressured to touch him in the slightest absolutely not you know what you can do you can friend zone him if you don't want to be rude you can just friend zone him and like you know 
few tricks up my sleeve. You can just be like, oh my God, bro. Like just call him like, treat him like one of the boys. Just be like, ah, oh, bro, what's going on? Nice to see ya. <laughs> oh, or like call him bruh. Or like, bro, just be a fucking bra girl. Just like, do not flirt at all. No flirting. Like stand 1.5 meters away from him at all times. Do not touch him. Do not, don't even really look at him. Like don't also care about what you look like either. Just be like, pull fucking weird ass faces. Do not give a shit what you look like. And he'll hopefully get the hint that, you know, he's friend zoned. If you don't like him, if you do like him and you do want to kiss him, don't fret about kissing. Kissing comes naturally. Kissing can be like really genuine and sweet the first time you do it too. Like, especially if it's like your first, first time kissing someone, it can be really cute and sweet. And it's like, it's, if you tell him to, you're like, oh, it's like my first time kissing someone. He'll be like really cute. If he's a fucking nice guy, he'll be really cute and like sweet about it. So and also, it could be, like, a good story from down the road if you end up together. So you'd be like, ah, you know, cute, little kissing lesson. Anyway, but, you know, it's probably a good thing that you're not drunk. You know, <laughs> that came out of nowhere. Like, I just know a lot of people where their first kisses were, like, at a party. Like, my first kiss was at, like, a gavo party. I'm not sure if people know what gavos are. Like, I know that people do, but then, like, other people, I feel like people... Like, I don't know, non-Australians, I guess, would be like, what the fuck is a gabber? But it's just, it's not a party and it's not a meeting of people. It's like, it's like a smaller than the party. It's like a small scale party. And it's usually chill, but like, I always, being me, take it one, two step further and get blackout drunk, as I do. Um, (laughs) Not all the time, guys. I'm not, I'm not promoting getting blackout drunk. I hate being blackout drunk. Okay. Like I'm not promoting it. I'm just a lightweight. Okay. I'm just a lightweight. It just happens. Um, okay. Yeah. So I know many people whose first kisses and like, you know, first times like having sex and stuff were like at parties drunk. I do not condone it. I do not recommend it. Maybe a kiss could be like, okay. Like my first kiss was drunk, but it was, it was still sweet. And he's still like one of my best guy mates. So, you know, I don't really know where I was going with this. I think I was saying don't... It's cute that you're going on a date, not a gavo drunk and your first time kissing someone will be on a date that you genuinely like. I feel like you like him or her. So I don't know where I was going with this. But you know what? We're here for the long ride. We're here for the ride, here for the stories. Um, I hope. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay, so I'm coming up to like an hour of recording. So I think I might even do like one or two more questions. But... Um, okay, so the next one was how to fight the urge to text him. I'm ref- I guess you're referring to a boyfriend. After a breakup, him or her, I'm going to say. Um, after a breakup and how to deal with anxiety when stuck inside due to the pandemic. Um, okay, for the second half of that question, I can't really answer that for you, unfortunately. I thrive alone and I thrived during you being locked down in the pandemic. I fucking loved it. I get social anxiety and I have anxiety when I go out. But um, is that what you're referring to? It's like you're getting referring. I'm not sure if you're referring to having anxiety from being stuck inside and not seeing your friends because I know extroverted people like love, they thrive. They love seeing people every freaking day of their lives. Or are you saying you get anxiety because you've been stuck inside and you get anxiety going out? I'm not really sure. But... um. I'm not really sure how to help with anxiety. I guess like deep breaths and meditation and just like reassuring yourselves is always good. Just like 
reassuring yourself that this is in the end this is the anxiety talking it's not my it's not not like I'm being paranoid it's not the way it is like no one's staring at you if like you're worried I know I get worried that people like are looking at me or something like no one's no one can notice that what is going on inside what the fuck no one can notice sorry there was a noise no one can notice what's going on inside your brain so like no one can see that you're fine you're safe deep breaths you're okay your anxiety is lying to you you're okay that's what I just tell myself but um yeah sorry guys I can't really help with anxiety that's kind of what I help that's what how I help myself I just reassuring um also hang out with people you feel safe with so best friends mates also, I would suggest if you get anxiety with going out alone, I would I would try and, like, challenge yourself to, like, go out on your own and, you know, just challenge yourself and, like, and when you come back, you'll feel really good and you'll be like, yes, I've done this, I was safe, everything was fine. Challenging yourself is really good in that sense because the way I think of it is, like, you can't depend on people forever and you are yourself and you are going to be with you forever. So why be scared to be alone, I guess? I don't know. I, there's different reasons why people get social anxiety. And I feel like as a non-therapist and a 19-year-old girl, I can't really help with those situations, I'm afraid. But the first part of the question, how to fight the urge to text him after I break up or her. Um, um, okay, so when I was in a relationship... Um, I'm not really going to go into it. If you guys want me to go into it, I can probably do a segment of it in an, into, like in the podcast, but I'm for, you know, trauma purposes. I'm not really a fan of that idea. Um, but we were good mates. I would say we were better at friend being, okay. We were better at being friends than we were in a relationship. So I saw him as a friend, but he like really just wanted me to be his like wife. Um, <laughs> essentially but so after we broke up it was really hard not because you know I you know wanted to be with him in a romantic way but he was my friend so it was kind of weird I used to do I used to hang out with him almost every day too so that was weird but I realized that and I did go back to him a few times like I did break up with him a few times and went back if you can say it was a bit of manipulation, but we're not going to be talking about that. Not on my half. I was not a manipulator. Okay, anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> um, what was I saying? I forgot. Ah, wait. Oh, yeah. So I did go back to him a few times just because, you know, I didn't know it was my first relationship. I didn't know how to deal with a breakup. And that resulted in me being unhappy for eight months. Um, so I would suggest do you want to be with this person if you want to be and it's a boy so I'm assuming it's a boy do you want to be with this boy if you do not want to be with this boy in any romantic way if you feel like it's not right you broke up like he especially if he broke up with you do not reach out he made it clear that he does not want to be with you so why would you give him the time of day give him your energy make him feel like you are fragile and missing him and just broken without him like why would you boost his ego like that it's only going to boost his ego and only going to make you feel like shit because if he broke up with you he does not want to be with you end of story you're just boosting his ego and you're just going to hurt yourself more in the process if you broke up with him you broke up with him for a reason as even if you feel like you've changed your mind I can assure you that mind is not really changed because you know 
you did it for a reason and that reason, you know, is probably most probably still there. So think about the next few weeks. Like, do you really want to go through that again just because of this one text that you texted him? Like, I just would not suggest it. It never ends well on any side. So I really just don't feel like it would be beneficial for you to put yourself through that to message him. And, you know, because even if you broke up with him, that could that could hurt his feelings. He could feel like you're leading him on, even if you just want a friendship. Like, that could feel like he's leading you on, like you're leading him on. And, like, so that's just, like, it's not going to be good for either of you. You ended it for a reason. That's, you know, close that chapter and call it a day. Move on. New life experiences. New lessons have been learned from that relationship. Now thrive and grow into new relationships with those lessons that you have been learning from your last relationship, if that makes sense. <laughs> Sometimes when I talk, I don't actually think about what I'm saying as I, it comes out of my mouth. It kind of just like forms in my head somehow. I don't even know. And it just like spits out. And then sometimes I'm like, that literally makes no sense. Or it makes perfect sense where I'm like, well, how the fuck did that happen? How did that make perfect sense? Like, how do I sound like a philosopher right now when I have literally no idea what, what next word is going to come out of my mouth? I have no idea. It's like I, I spit, I spitball words and I have no idea what's coming out of my mouth but somehow somehow some reason they make sense sometimes most of the time they don't um <laughs> uh so yes that, that's my suggestion with him that that question it never ends well never ends well and you broke up for a reason and uh, I heard it was you know a good reason every reason to break up is valid in my opinion um, and you want to be happy. So obviously that's why you broke up and it was for a positive, I don't know. I'm just rambling now, but yeah. Okay, cool. Love that. Love to hear it. Anyway. Okay. I think I left a really good one for last. It's about sex. <laughs> well, not really, but you know, sex is mentioned. Um, okay. So this girl said, so I have a friends with benefits, right? Question mark. Because I don't have the time for a full on relation or the energy for a full on relationship right now and now the guy has developed feelings for me he's got he's my best friend wait hang on I my ADHD is like tripping out right now okay I need to like focus on what to read <laughs> okay so I have a friend with benefits right because I don't have the time or energy to have a full-on relationship right now and now the guy has developed feelings for me his best friend is also my best friend and she told me so that's how you found out okay cool and I don't know what to do. I could stop doing it because I don't want to lead him on, which is, you know, valid, and give him the idea that there's a chance with me because he doesn't. But I also want to continue, but that seems kind of selfish. Okay. Okay. Also, she said lol, because lol is indeed intended with this. Okay. First off, I think it's very good that you're aware that you don't want to lead him on and you're just not being full-on selfish and, like, just wanting the sex. But I definitely think... You should have a conversation with him first. I'm assuming it's a guy. Yes. Yeah. Um, you have a conversation with him first, you know, talk to him, say, like, look, like, this happened to my friend, actually. She was having a friends with benefits thing with this guy and she, like, fell in love with him and she had he um, doesn't feel the same way. He's just not in the headspace and, like, it's not his time right now to have a relationship. So he... They, their conversation, I'm not going to obviously say the whole conversation, but he's like, 
essentially he was like, look, if it hurts you too much, we can stop. Just tell me whenever you want me to stop and I will stop. So I think if you tell, have a conversation with him, say like, look, I know you have feelings for me, but I don't have those romantic feelings back for you. I like you. I like, you know, what we do. I would love to continue doing what we do on a non-romantic level. Um, I'm just not ready for a relationship. I don't have the energy for it. Not that I don't like you, not that there's anything wrong with you, but I'm just not there yet. But I would love to continue what we're doing. But if it, and if you, you would be okay with that. But if it hurts you, if it, you can't do it, if you feel like you're, I'm leading you on in any way, tell me to stop and we will stop and we'll cut ties and it'll be it. Like, just be honest. Raw and honesty is always the best policy. Yeah, yeah, gross. But, um, yes, 100%. Like, I think you have to be raw and honest. Um, you can be, like, it's not selfish that you want sex. I mean, it's, like, completely normal for, you know, youth to want sex. Um, and you know what? If he says, look, I don't want to do this anymore, get yourself a new Friends with Benefits. Go on Tinder. Tinder's great for friends with benefits. No one wants a relationship on Tinder. Like, let me assure you that. Like, especially as a young person, no one wants a relationship on Tinder. It's, like, incredibly hard to find the one on Tinder, okay? So if he says, like, look, I can't do this, I have too many feelings for you, and I feel like if we continue, they're just going to, like, deepen, just be like, okay, that's fine, that's valid. Um, I'm sorry that you feel this way. I'm sorry that I feel this way, but obviously this is just not going to work out. Just be very mature about it. There's no pettiness. Like, don't be petty. Don't be negative. Just be like, if he starts throwing a fit and, you know, starts having a tantrum and, like, being petty and gross, do you really want that dick inside of you? No. That is disgusting. That is a child's dick. That, is, oh, you know, that sounds disgusting. Scratch what I just said then, please. Um, that is disgusting. That, like, that's not the man that you want inside you. So, let's. It was probably a good thing that you rid him off. He's, he's done if he treats you like that. But if he treats you with respect, that's that's nice. That's also cool. If he wants to continue, that's also good for you. Um, but yes, like setting boundaries, maybe like no deep talking or something after sex if he says yes. Like setting boundaries and being honest and raw. I really just think you should have that conversation with him because you purely cannot continue now. Like, it's a, I think it's a bit rude of you. And so I think the selfish thing of of the whole situation would be you to continue, you know, fucking him with him, with knowing that he likes you. And that's just, you know, not nice. That's not a nice thing to do to someone because then you are leading him on. So I really do think you should have the conversation. So, yeah. Anyway, so that was the last question because I've been talking for an hour and a half, oh no, an hour and ten minutes. But um, I will like, I do like these type of episodes because it gives me something to talk about for an hour. But um, guys, send in more questions. Send them all in. Send in any situation, any type of question I want to answer. Like maybe not about anxiety because you, as we've heard, I cannot talk about anxiety. Sorry. Um, but any question at all like nothing is off limits like absolutely nothing if you want to talk about masturbation if you want to talk about sex if you want to talk about your relationship issues your parent issues anything you want to talk about dm the it's a bit uh, i think what's, what's it called bit much pod at instagram or like twitter 
message it and I will answer it in one of these videos in like a few more episodes. Okay? Awesome. I love talking about all that stuff because my whole life I've not really been open to talking about it because it was just not a thing. Like I didn't even know that it was like an okay thing for girls to masturbate until I was like the first year out of high school. I was 17 when I learned that masturbating is normal for girls. That's ridiculous. So I'm like, as well as you guys, like I'm also growing and, you know, learning new things. And I think it would be cool for us to learn and like how to deal with these situations together. So like if you, like don't be like shy to like send me these things. Like I'm not going to judge you. I'm not a judging person. Like literally anyone can tell me anything and I would not judge at all because there's obviously some valid reason behind it. Unless you're like racist, homophobic, you know, sexist, like all the, all the bad stuff. Unless you like that, then <laughs> judgment is valid in that reason. But um, any, uh, any other than that, <laughs> send me anything. Anyway, so thank you for listening to this week's episode. Um, let me know what you think about it. Comment or, I don't know, message me, I don't know. Let me know how you think. I really do love feedback because, you know, that really helps grow the podcast. Um, you know, give a rating. If you're on Apple Music, I feel like you can do like five stars, a review on Spotify, I don't know, do all that, subscribe. I don't know. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for sticking with me for an hour. I'll see you next week. Bye. Love ya.